All right, class, put your books away. Stop talking. Today's test is on the woman's anatomy. Let's go. Shit, dude. Did you study? What? No, I didn't study, but it'll be fine. What are you, what are you doing? I'm not, I'm, I can't do this. It's about, it, it's about vaginas. Yeah. And I don't know a lot of the answers, but I'm going to try. I've only, you've ever, have you ever even touched one? I've only seen one. Dude, stop talking. We have to take this test. I'm, I'm, so what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to touch, I'm going to take my pencil and I'm going to, what? what's the, what's the thing called in the, like way in the back of your throat? The, the clitoris. I'm going to, I'm going to rub the, uh, the eraser part of my pencil against that. And I'm going to throw up so then I don't have to take the, the test. Are you fucking, are you high? What are you doing? It's so stupid. I'm going to. Put, do put your pencil down. Put your pencil down. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. oh. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I can't get it far enough back. Just, just take the test. Just take the test. I'm not going to take the test. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to get embarrassed. She's going to grade in. She's going she's gonna to know I know nothing about pussy. Take the test. Stop. You're going to get me in trouble if you do this. This is why This is why they don't, they shouldn't give, make hot girls student teachers. And they shouldn't make them give out tests about pussy. Because now, I'm just a kid, you know. I'm not sure I may let on that I know a little bit more about pussy than I do. But, uh, but I don't You're want to get in trouble. Take she, the test. She can't hear us. She can't hear us from here. There's no way. Stop talking to me. Oh my god! I'm sorry. How about we just keep that as like the, the good? We'll just use that as the cold open. <laughs> I don't even need to have any fucking sounds on that. That's, fucking That's fine. <laughs> I'll listen to. Can you get like sound? Can you get the sounds of like like? papers ruffling and like like writing and stuff yeah i'll put our voices in like the right like right and left headphones so it sounds yeah, like yeah 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 it sounds yeah. like you and i are like sitting at desks next to each On other different different sides yeah whoa <laughs> you can do that oh yeah it's oh, magic it's just the sounds you were making camp <laughs> <laughs> i could not pull it together I was out back, where the stash at? Cruise the city in a bulletproof Cadillac. Cause I know them boys is after where the bag at. So I gotta move smarter, gotta move harder. Know they trying to get me for my water. Lay his ass down on my son or my daughter. Had a Draco with me to Wayne Carter. A lot of boys out here playing aim ball. I done put my whole arm in the rim, Vince Carter. Probably get a K for the quarter. Started barely seen in double C's. I bought her. Pulling out the coupe at the lot. Told him bump 12, bump swat. Busting all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Had to put a stick in the box. Whoa, whoa. Or else the whole damn seal. I'm a gang.
it's the angle that you're sitting at. It's pretty fucking funny, if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like you have a really small room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in my little cave. Is that a bed above you? Yeah. It looks like they built a room around you and they didn't have enough materials. <laughs> <laughs> to finish the job yeah they're like he's much bigger than we thought <laughs> all right so so since it's week technically it's week 14 but we didn't put out a week 13 i was gonna maybe put some excerpts from the last episode out at the end of this one so julian jack last episode we got off the rails a little bit the topic misunderstood dictators may have gotten a little bit too deep <laughs> Um, yeah, we're all a little little buzzy too. <laughs> yeah, we uh, really letting it fly. Yeah, we talked about it, that show out uh, out father out uh, one daughter or son that has eight different dads, um, and that went in a couple of different directions. Uh, so enough of that. I'll just clap and then we'll get started. We'll just do week 13 and a half, is what I'll call it. Hello, welcome to Big Sweaty week 13 and a half. As soon as I start, as soon as I collapse, <laughs> Sid walks in the door and knocks, starts fucking chewing on, chewing on a squeaker toy. Welcome to uh, Big Sweaty week 13 and a half. Uh, we are joined by everybody but Steve. Why don't we start with Jack? Hello. Julia. Hello. And Kyle. Yo, happy to be on the potty. Hell yeah, Kyle's taking this one from the John. Uh, I am Cam, and first of all, we're sorry. There wasn't an episode last week. Nobody asked, so I don't know who we're apologizing to. But uh, <laughs> this is this is why it's week 13 and a half, because technically it's supposed to be week 14. You didn't get anything from week 13. We did record an episode, and you'll hear some of that a little bit later. But uh, the reason... We're asking for your apology, uh, and then what we're going to do to try to seek out your apologies, we're, we're doing a redemption episode. We're going to tell stories of a redeeming nature, um, nonfiction, fiction. I don't know. I don't want to set some sort of precedent, and I think we should just get into it. Um, is there anyone that that has one that they're like, I know somebody else is going to have this, so I really want to say it now because I do, but I'll leave the door open for somebody to want to go forth if they want. Cam, go for it. All right. Um, so my first one is certainly going to be Ron Burgundy. Um, he's probably the only one that's going to uh, be said today in which there's a, a quote from the movie that is today we spell redemption R-O-N. Uh, because it is. That's what it is. It's a story about redemption. Sure, he's not the most ethically sound. He's not the most morally full character. Um but you're, you're lying to yourself if you're not pulling for, for Ron fucking Burgundy at the end of Anchorman. So, Absolutely. Uh, Ron Burgundy is my first one. I feel, you know, really, I've, I feel good about it. Go ahead, Jack. You know, I've actually read about a high school football coach whose team went 0-9 and, and then over the offseason had him watch Anchorman to get him in that, rede- in that redemption mindset. So I think you and that football coach must be on the same page. That, that football coach, that was uh, – that was my uncle. So I, I thought so. Bob yeah. Parker. Bobby. <laughs> uncle Bobby. 
miss him. He died. He passed away. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'd say. All right. All, um, <laughs> all right. Who wants to go next? I'll go. So this is kind of half fiction, mainly nonfiction, but some of it might be fiction because it's not. It's a movie based on a true story. Uh, Jim Craig, the goalie on the 1980 U.S. Olympics team, gives up 10 goals to Russia, and Herb Brooks, just doing what he does, goes, hey, I'm thinking about sitting you down. And he goes, and Jim Craig goes, "That's you can't do that. That's my name. He goes, they just scored 10 goals, Jim. Right now it's everybody's net. And what does he do? He doesn't lose a game the entire Olympics. U.S. wins the gold, beats, the, beats the, one of the best hockey teams of all time in the 1980 Russians. It was such a big redemption story, they made a movie on it thoughts yeah i'm uh it's a great speech i'm uh i'm a sucker for a dude with two first names uh and jim craig is certainly no exception julia what did you think of the 1980 uh american hockey team i've never seen a hockey game in my life you've never seen miracle oh my gosh i love miracle wait that's a great movie is that what we're talking about (laughs) All right. Now that, now, that, now that we're all on the same page here. Okay, move on, move on. <laughs> um, Kyle, you were at that in Lake Placid for that Olympics. Yeah, I was. I was. I was. I was there covering ski jump, but I did catch a little bit of the game. Um, <laughs> I actually able to sneak my head in the locker room during that wonderful speech. They gave that person you're competing with the beat on the hockey team that year. Yeah. Super disappointing. Just got stuck stuck with the ski jumpers. A lot of good jumps that year, though. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> soon, soon they'll make a movie about the 1980 American ski yeah. jumping team. Yeah, who knows what the highlight of those Olympics were? It might have been ski jump, you know? Yeah, there just weren't as many cameras back then readily available. Yeah, stupid <laughs> hockey game got all the fucking airtime and ski jump just got screwed, man. Yeah. Well, why don't you uh, why don't you go forth with your first one? Yeah, sure, sure. Switching it up a little bit. I'm choosing pop punk. Nice. It was huge in the '90s, like big, and then disappeared. Came uncool. Like everybody thought it was dead, but look at it now, dude. Look at MGK, top of the charts, turning the game around. Now rappers are making pop punk music cool. It's it's all it's all it's all coming back, man. Uh- I'm a big fan of that answer. I don't know if you're pandering specifically to me, but I'm trying to stay on this show, man. You gotta, <laughs> I'm hoping you re-sign my contract. We don't, uh, we, don't we, don't pay, we, we don't pay well, but there are contracts. Uh, Julia, what's up? Gosh, I knew this was going to happen. You guys aren't going to care about what I have to say because it's female, but no, I was going to no. stick with the 90s trend and say high-rise jeans for female. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've, yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, well, it's, we love them. They suck everything in. So can yeah. you... Can you? I might uh, get a pair. What's stopping us from wearing high-rise jeans? What's say, I, say I have a little bit too much... Uh, too much of a muffin going on. Yeah, I, I got think, a little bit of that I would like to hide. I think your dick is what's stopping you from wearing high <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. No, not me. No. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I could. Some people, that. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Jackie, I mean, it's, I, I'm, can I go again? 
Yeah, sure. This, this, this rotation works. Uh, so I didn't know anything about this guy before this morning, uh, but I think it's a pretty captivating story. So I know we have a lot of cricket fans that listen to the podcast and people yeah. have just been like, God damn it. Like, why don't they cover cricket at all? Uh, so Ben Stokes is my next answer. Um, I'm going to read this verbatim from the article. I'm not sure who wrote it, but I really like the way it's written. So uh, getting involved in a brawl outside of Bristol. I feel like I need to go British a little bit. Get involved in a brawl outside of Bristol nightclub is not the best <laughs> preparation for the biggest series of your career. But that didn't stop Ben Stokes. Out partying with this team. I'm trying to be like half English, half American. Like I've like I cover, yeah, no, you're I, killing it. I cover British sports, but I live in Connecticut. Uh this is exactly how I covered the ski jumps in 1980. <laughs> Continue. Out partying with teammate Alex Hales. Stokes was arrested on suspicion of actual bodily harm following a late night incident on 24 September 2017. That's how we say it. That's how we say the date over across the pond. Uh <clears throat> He was, he was eventually charged with a fray, banned for eight games, and fined uh, £30,000 by the ECB, while also losing his sponsorship deal with New Balance. After being acquitted of the charges in August 2018, Stokes was free to continue his English career once again. But his reputation had taken a serious hit. Luckily for him, though, <laughs> a home World Cup in 2019 was fast approaching. Where better to rebuild his career? There's a question mark. It's hard to get the cadence down for how they say stuff with punctuation. Uh, uh, Stokes duly Stokes obliged with a, with a stunning tournament, scoring 465 runs. That's what we call them in cricket, uh, taking seven wickets and winning man of the match in, in, in an iconic final. He would go on to, the, to win the BBC Sports Personality of the Year, uh, cementing his return to hero status among the adoring public. A foul mouth run-in with wow. a fan and in South Africa uh, in January shows that Stokes edge remains, but a repeat of the Bristol incident is surely out of the question for a player who has matured immeasurably since then. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't understand how cricket works. And after hearing the terms thrown around, I I'm even more confused. 450 runs in one and wickets and one win. How about that? All right, Jack, go ahead. All right, I'm gonna go. Has, any, has anyone seen Daddy's Home too? Of course. Right. Yeah. I'll say not a good movie. Highly wooded. Whoa, right? whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> it's a Christmas movie, man. That, that's well, it's true. The the court they celebrate Christmas in the movie theater when they run out of power. It's not the best movie, regardless. Uh, there's a kid in the movie who he gutter balls 21 or 19 balls in a row. So he starts off his game, the whole bowling alley is laughing at him. And what does he do? He puts up a one pin on his last throw, really showing all the haters at the bowling alley that he's a clutch player and he comes to play, finishing with a score of one. I don't, I don't think it gets better than that. No. Yeah. That it really is a great redemption story. And it's a great movie too. So you got to redeem yourself with your next redemption story. Cause right now, man, I'm a little peeved. I think also while throwing a ball consistently 20 times, hard to just bowl a one. Yeah. Well, what, if you get the one once, then you can just gutter it the other 19 times. 
But even though, like, it depends on the integrity of the bowling alley, because I've been to a lot of Brunswick zones where if you get it in the gutter, it doesn't guarantee that you're getting zero points. There's like, there's a, a little bit of a, uh, it's like a wild card if, 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 when it gets close to the end, like sometimes it'll kick back and give you, you know, knock mm-hmm. one off the edge. Yeah, that's a good point. Regardless, this kid, he came up clutch. And this bowling alley, when he threw it in the gutter, it wasn't bouncing back. No, no. That was the tagline. That was on the the cover of the DVD. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was a great redemption story, though. Good call. Good call. That's that's leading the pack. Uh, Damn. That's going to be tough to follow. Go ahead, Kyle. Give it a shot. On deck, we had uh, Alex Rodriguez cheated everybody pissed everybody like fuck you a rod he was hated as a player then retires just one of the most lovable people in america got j-lo i think they broke up though but had j-lo man and like just really redeemed himself in the eyes of america look at that kyle must have written this one uh he must have written this one yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize they broke up today. What? No, they broke yep. up a while ago. No, it turned out to oh, be Oh, I don't know. Wait. No, no. Yeah. It was an insider story that came out today. Yeah, it got oh, confirmed yeah. today. Okay. Kyle, um, announced breakup in today exclusive. Wow. What's Big Cat going to say on this one? So now he's going to have to redeem himself again. Which, done it before. Mm-hmm. Redemption, it's not like lightning. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Julia? Okay. <laughs> I'll I'll go with another celebrity or celebrities. I'm going to say the Jonas Brothers. Obviously, everyone knows who they are from their childhood. Um, and then he, they vanished, but now they're back. Sucker. Their debut. Back in a big way. Roll the tape, Cam. Okay, and that was... <laughs> uh, that was the Jonas Brothers? <laughs> um... <laughs> You know who me? needs a redemption, though? <laughs> you know that? who needs one? Going off the Jonas yeah. Brothers, arguably the better brother band, the Naked Brother Band. Ooh. I was, okay, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I need some Naked, Naked Brothers, Brothers band, band in my life. Dude, let me get some NBB. That's like the, they're part of the In the Hunt group of the redemption stories. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're on the up coming, dude. Keep an eye out for them. They're what, on the what? redemption bubble. What are they up to? I bet they don't have that many followers. We could probably get them on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> I don't know if they're still together. Well, as long as we get the actors. They have to be, dude. They're, they're brothers. That's true. They're certainly still brothers. Then it could just be the brothers band. Right, they put on clothes. <laughs> oh, wow. He actually, he actually looks like he's... His Wikipedia page is actually pretty detailed. Looks like he still plays me. Yeah, we won't be able to get him on. <laughs> we'll work on it I know the older brother was in uh, the movie Hereditary If oh, we yeah. can get the 2004 Detroit Pistons I'm sure we can get the Naked Brother band right. well, We just got to reach out to all the scrubs On that 2004 Pistons team 
I'm sure a few of them have like very low followers that they might be willing to return to glory. A for, come on this big for show. sure. Come on this for sure. Platform. Yeah, I mean Chauncey and Ben were at the game last night. They were at the, the Pistons game last night. Saw it on Twitter. They were sitting pretty far away from each other, but certainly within earshot of each other. So maybe if we try to, one of us goes at Ben and the other goes at Chauncey and then meet in the middle. Maybe we just, I'm in. Maybe we just put a mic up to him and then just ask him a bunch of questions, just buy the seats that are sitting next to him. And then we'll just say, hey, Chauncey Billups and uh, Ben Wallace on our podcast. <laughs> we'll ask them, hey, did you uh, – did you order this popcorn and just hold up popcorn in front of them? <laughs> There's a microphone hiding in the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> then when they say no, we'll put the popcorn back in front of our face. Be like, and that was Chauncey Billings. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for, thanks so much for joining us, Chauncey. Um, all right. So my next pick for uh, redemption stories would be um, the, the most famous of all wizards. Jesus Christ himself. Um, so down and out, right? You think he's fucked. This guy's a big hit. He's like, everyone's like, oh, God, Jesus, you're the man. Crucified. Everybody hates him. Not everyone. Enough people like him. Then they hang him up. They cut him down on his pride. And they're like, all right, we, uh, um, well, let's make sure he's really dead. So they put him behind a big rock in a cave because that's what you do if you want to make sure somebody if you want to make sure somebody's really not coming back. Everybody knows you find a big room, you find a big ass room, and you roll a rock in front of it. And then they they uh, they dropped the rock off in front of the tomb, and then they went. All in the day's work, we can go home now. He's not going to bother us anymore. And then, ba bam, he's back. Or at least he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. They're like, there's no way he's getting out of here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cam, it's more fun when you tell the story of Jesus at Easter than when the priest tells the story about Easter. Yeah, because the priest is all over his dick. He's like, and then uh, drink it. Let's drink his blood. Like, I'm not listening. I'm not here to drink his blood. I'm just here to call a spade a spade and say, yeah, good, good job, Jesus. You did it. Freaking, he David blind us. <laughs> David, David Blaine is just a Jesus impersonator. He's not. He's yeah. Not after Jesus, Jesus rose from the grave and went street magic and then walked away. And everyone was like, what the fuck? What the fuck, Jesus? <laughs> All right. Who's next? I think it's me. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go Alan from The Hangover. So he gets himself, the group, in a little bit of trouble, thinking he has ecstasy pills, but he actually has Rufalin. Rufies everyone. They can't remember anything. They're in a lot of trouble. But how does Alan make up for it? He read that book on counting cards, goes downstairs to the casino, wins 80 grand. I'm sure you've seen the meme with all the equations and stuff. Redeems himself. They get 80 grand. They save Black Doug. They eventually find White Doug and made 80 grand. So all in all, yeah, they probably would, would didn't want to stress, but you know, I'll call it a redemption story for Alan until he fucks up in the second movie. Yeah, but <laughs> I I think you've recognized Alan for something that maybe he deserves 
recognition for that he hasn't been given yet. I think I think he is truly the the driver and savior of everybody in that movie. Mm-hmm. He fucked everything up, but he without him, they would have never been saved. Nope. And uh, he gets his dick sucked on the digital camera. You know, and also, you know, this is kind of odd. Can just tells the story of Jesus. What does Alan get called in that movie? Fat Jesus. Whoa. Wow. You're right. Maybe that's the trend. Just look like Jesus and you redeem yourself, even if you're fat. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Let me let me just uh, go right off this Jesus theme and uh, segue it into rollerblading. Yeah. Rollerblading. Very popular. Then took a plummet. Now it's back, dude. You look at Instagram, every other chick on Instagram is out rollerblading. Yeah, not just like normal rollerblading either. It's like it's like fancy rollerblading. Yeah. I was just thinking about getting some rollerblades, but now that you said that, Boom. I can't be. I can't be every other chick. Don't hoot how dare you defy redemption. <laughs> Case in point, Your Honor. <laughs> Fucking put a gavel sound in right there. Anytime I'm too lazy to actually put in a sound, I'll just say that I did it. As a gavel. Uh, Julia, what's going on? Well, this one's just going to be, um, I just remembered it, but Peter from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Have you guys seen that movie? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Great movie. Um, obviously, Down in the Dumps. Gets Mila Kunis in the end of the movie. I mean, what could you want more than that? It definitely upgraded from Kristen Bell. Yeah. Seems like I like them both. I like them both, but Mila Kunis is going to take first place for sure. Yeah. And pers- 100%, 100%. Yeah. And personality wise, Sarah Marshall just is such a bitch the whole movie. Yeah. Seems like there's a common trend in all these movies that we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> there's a character down on their luck and then. <laughs> Well, it's a redemption story, so yeah, they, they gotta be down to go up. <laughs> every every answer is like every movie answer is like there's that one character who's having a really hard time, and then at the end, <laughs> one character has conflict, and then he resolves it. I was literally thinking when I was trying to think of something else, like what character was really down, <laughs> and he came up in the end. Yeah, I feel like you know, and even movies that are made about true stories, like generally, it's like the triumphant ones do a little bit better. Like Ken Burns is like the, he's like the antithesis of that. Like Ken Burns only makes movies and documentaries about the shitty stuff that don't have good endings. All right. Me again. Hit it. Um, so I had a movie one. It was happy Gilmore. Cause I watched it the other night. Uh, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Tiger Woods. And uh, this is kind of like A-Rod in the sense that like right now he's still kind of, yeah. <laughs> he's not doing too high right now, but uh-uh. let's talk about a guy who had one of the ultimate falls from grace in 2009, <laughs> 2010. Um, first of all, you know, wife, extramarital affairs, <laughs> done. Um, second of all, his, his body starts to go, you know, mind and body mm-hmm. come along with that. He's got his, 
he needed when he was fucking strange he was golfing like an animal um when we take away the strange and then he's got no little reservation for his for his wife ellen nordigan leaves he loses his golf game uh, a lot of surgeries uh no, not a whole lot of people thought he was gonna come back sure enough comes back gets his gets his dick back in some strange gets the testosterone flowing again wins a fucking masters and and then what happened and then he broke his legs <laughs> he's setting up he's setting up for redemption part two yeah it's like a, yeah. yeah exactly it's like a they're setting up for a sequel they needed it was ending too positively things were going too when well. they yeah when they make tiger woods like documentary like last dance it's going to be there's going to be a lot of parts I, Julia, this kind of reminds me of forgetting Sarah Marshall, because when he first took up with Milo Kunis, that was like the Masters. Then when he breaks his leg, that's when he kind of cheats on her a little bit and then goes and tells Mila Kunis what happened. But then she comes back. When she comes back, that's going to be Tiger Woods winning the next Masters. Yeah, we can only hope. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods. And- I don't know if he'll recover from from those injuries, but we can only hope. Yeah, well, if Peter recovered, I think Tiger. Yeah, yeah it's so similar. <laughs> Somebody needs to let Tiger know. <laughs> we'll send him this podcast. Yeah. All right, Jack, what's up? All right. Um, let me pull up my list here. All right, this one's not going to be very creative, but I had to do it. Carlos Rodon last mm. night. Throw, throwing a white hitter for the White Sox should have been a perfect game if that ball doesn't hit that player's foot. He had shoulder surgery. He was the first third overall pick in 2014, shoulder surgery in 2017, Tommy John in 2019. Now all of a sudden, throws a near-perfect game in the second start of the year. I think what you, you meant to say, no hitter, you said white yeah. hitter. I said white hitter. <laughs> Threw a white hitter for the White Sox. And I was like... We'll bleep that out. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would sound worse if I bleeped it out. Especially, especially with a word that ends in ER. Right a white hitter for the no socks. That's, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, were you at that game? Last night? No, I, I was at I went I went Monday. Um Monday was fun. They went on a walk-off. So these white socks seem like they uh a little bit more fun to watch than the guys on the north side right now. But, hey, no-hitter last night could have been you. You were close. You're closer than I've ever been to watching a no-hitter. That's true. Two days. Maybe that's my redemption story. <laughs> Kyle? Uh, yeah, I got Prince Harry. Prince Harry? He was like the pro- – yeah, you know, the redhead guy. Yep. The one that lives married in to the now? Yeah, married to the dealer no-deal chick. Megan Markle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was like the problem child, and then he really turned it around, man. He like people hated him. They were like, "This guy's a mess." And now, people love this guy. He's he's talking to Oprah. He's raising chickens. He's just he's got it going on. I think it depends on like where you live in the world if you love him or not. Well, if you live in a castle in England, you do not like him. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, he, he, I feel like <laughs> one day he probably just woke up and he was like, wait, 
this is super weird. And then he just decided he like had the realization that like in like the stuff they're doing in England right now is just not just that's just crazy. That's just crazy Strange. town. And he was probably like, all I have to do is leave. And now I feel like most people are like, hey, dude, yeah, like we're just like pretty normal and we don't like play dress up all the time. I like that. But shout out Prince Harry. One one of us. I'll there's, put a I'll put a one. There's of us also there's a theory that the Queen of England is actually the richest person in the world. Really? They gotta have a vault. They have they have jewels and gold and all kinds of stuff. Now that Prince Philip is dead too, she probably got all that money. Yeah. Rest in peace. N- no. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think uh, in the later years? What do you think the sex was like between Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth? Oh, dude, they got it on. You think so? No. No. Oh, oh yeah. Do you think they're still fucking Prince Philip? Yeah, they had that. <laughs> no. Duke of Edinburgh is that him? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Was him? He's he's dead. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just died recently, Aww. like over the weekend. Wow, almost, almost a who, who, who's the other one? Queen Elizabeth, Prince, the Queen, the, the Queen Mother, Charles. Is that her? Is that what they call her? Is that what he called born, her? When, when born he was in born in 1900, died in 2002. I think oh. you just call her like the Queen. Oh, she, she was in uh, Naked Gun. Yes, right? that's yes, that's what she's famous for. <laughs> Yeah, the, the naked gun actress. Why, do you, why didn't you just say that? That's my bad. <laughs> Short said it on my part. I, I didn't realize my audience. Um, um, yeah, sex probably pretty good with them. Uh, yeah, they really. I mean, I don't know anything about exactly how Prince Philip died, other than he was just old as shit. So I would, I would like to believe in the narrative that that he died while making sweet love to Queen Elizabeth. They weren't like, 100%. yeah, they were together, right? I'm not like, I'm not. Yeah. 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 How did we start talking about that again? Was that all Prince, from Harry? Prince Prince Harry, yeah, dude. Prince Harry. Who's he's Princess Diana's son, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. R.I.P. She she died uh uh giving roadhead. Yep. <laughs> really? <laughs> Escaping the paparazzi, she was giving roadhead and they, they crashed the car because she's driving. She had this uncanny ability to give roadhead while driving. <laughs> yeah. In the world, she was her life was so tragically cut short and it never really got uh, the notoriety it deserved. Okay, Julia. Okay. Um Phil uh Michael Phelps. I almost just said Michael Phillip, so that shows how much I know about him. But Michael Phelps, he won all those gold medals that one year. What was it, like 2012 mm-hmm. in the Olympics? And then he got busted for drugs. He's hitting a bong. He's hitting a bong. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, he's back in the 2016 Olympics, winning medals again. Passed his drug tests. Damn. I think that's like Imagine- the epitome of redemption. Yeah. Yeah. Personally. Imagine though seeing Michael Phelps hit bong. That that lung capacity. 
They'd be like, dude, let me hit it. Oh, it's gone? What did you do? All the weed is gone that we just bought? <laughs> <laughs> I When I remember when that like whole thing went down, I was like, Michael Phelps smokes weed. Like, that's so sad. Like, he does drugs. And I'm like, really? It was just weed? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember there's like pictures online of like him holding a bong. And I'm like, man, it's just a matter of time before he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was the worst thing he could have possibly done. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's like, you know, the people who really have drug problems like die from heroin. He was just hitting a bong. Yeah. Probably honestly made him a better swimmer. You gotta be relaxed when you're trying to cut through water like it's like it's like you're a hot knife through butter. Um <laughs> all right, my turn. Yeah, who would smoke weed? <laughs> That's terrible. Um <laughs> I don't like this one that I had. I kind of, I kind of like the fictional ones better, but I mean, Michael Vick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, really- did he have, yeah. He 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 won comeback player of the year in 2010. Yeah, dude. A former Pittsburgh Steeler. That's all I know him from. That's right. Did he did he play, did he play before that? <laughs> no, they just put him on the cover of a. Uh, of Man No Five, and then he immediately went to jail. Yeah, and then he came back and played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Woo! That's pretty much the extent of his career. Jack, you got another one for us? Yeah, this is my last one. So Bill Buckner in the 1986 World Series mm-hmm. makes an air cost the Red Sox the World Series to the Mets. Basically, fast forward 25 years later. He appears on a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode and a baby gets dropped out a window onto a trampoline thingy, bounces in a weird direction, and Bill Buckner dives and saves the baby. Everybody watching this fire goes nuts. And, you know, and, you know, he passed away recently. Rest in peace to Bill Buckner. But at least he had that moment where he saved a life. Dude, I totally forgot that Bill Buckner died. That's, that's I'm happy that this is the way you broke the news, rebroke the news to me that I got to, you know, bask in a moment of Bill Buckner related happiness. Before, Bill Buckner uh, died. Yeah, he died. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did he die from? Did he die from fucking? No, I think he had Alzheimer's. I want to say. I think he was like 72. Oh, well, and... so he didn't even remember that he fucked up that game. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Oh man, that it kept getting it kept getting more and more uplifting. Just to now, it's it's bottoming I'm out. Sorry about that joke, by the way, but I, I I it just slipped out. No, you had to. It's it's something. It was an obligation. All right, Kyle. Um, I'm out of ones I wrote, but I'll go off the dome here. Um, big sweaty ideas, great redemption story. Oh shit! It had a couple couple off weeks and now they're just they are firing at all cylinders just fucking getting after it hell yeah hell yeah that's right you hear that everybody we're back (laughs) is back and you can't get rid of us all right julia Oh my gosh, I didn't know we were doing all these. Okay. Um, what about like Pete Davidson? <laughs> yeah. Mm, okay. 
Okay, so he like was dating Ariana Grande, right? Super, super mm-hmm. high, super high. They break up. Super low. Super low. Every single joke on SNL was about like Ariana Grande, like breaking his heart. And then he started dating Kate Beckinsale and Kaya Gerber. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like you just read that story from Ariana Grande's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just made Ariana Grande seem like <laughs> Ariana Grande is super sick and Pete Davidson, they broke up and then life sucked for him, but it was perfect for her. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Well, I see it from the other side. I think Pete hasn't even begun to peak. What do you think, Kyle? I mean, I hope he gets funny at some point. That'll be his, (laughs) that'll be the end of his redemption arc once he makes me laugh. But yeah. My thing is he like pulls. I he pulls. Yes, and I don't know how. And I think it's because of Ariana Grande. Like I think she just made him look way hotter than he is. Okay. Again. <laughs> Again, this is That is that's that is science. <laughs> yeah. So so Pete redeemed himself, but he's not responsible for his own redemption. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. It was out of his control. Sometimes you just get lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have anything else written down either. Should we just should we just cap it? Yeah, man. All right, we'll cap this part and we'll do the cold open. All right, bye everyone. See ya. Isn't that what you just didn't want to happen? Just say bye everyone. Bye everybody. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Kisses. Hags. <laughs> 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 That's how we end every episode now. We just say hags. (laughs) All times of year. So scared that you don't want me here in the corner of the living room reading subtitles because I can't hear the show you put on the noise while you're laughing in the kitchen pouring drinks over ice and I am not the time to go wrong in my head pulling out the pages that i wrote for you hoping you don't think that i'm dependent because i know the truth might be too much i'm not enough i'm always disappointed in the things i write even when i speak it seems the words will never come up right hoping alone just bring me home Another friend said, marry me Well, unknowingly, signing away The life he wanted, I'm glad None of our parents stayed together I hate to be a bummer But I'm three more beers from calling a cat So I can sleep to shake this dread I won't wake up Unless you ask if I am okay Pulling out the pictures that I wrote for you Hoping you don't think